Back from Alaska. Mm. Yes. Come me. Come Chris. What's up? So while we were out there, one of the Russians, or perhaps the Chinese. <laughs> Eskimos? Or perhaps. It was an inside job. An inside job. Uh, like Martin Luther King. Whoa. Uh-oh. And the guy that killed Lincoln. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. And Kennedy. Uh. Yep. Was another balloon. Two. There was two? Two UFOs. Yo. Two balloons. They were doing... I tried to text you guys and try to figure yeah. out if you were safe. No, you were killing the vibe. Oh, uh, my bad. <laughs> we was like, why should not tell us we're going to die? Like, we're on vacation. <laughs> I was just saying, be safe. What do you think we were going to do? Yeah. I did not bring my gun. He did not. I was just saying, so Bob and we make sure there. there's somebody in front of you. That's all I'm oh, trying no, to that's say. That's we true. all saw the YouTube Super Bowl commercial that was about the spheres in the sky. Unidentified <laughs> <laughs> objects so, floating around. So you think YouTube created all this YouTube for their commercial? Is a, this is a huge marketing ploy. Is it, is it <laughs> YouTube China? You, no, YouTube, like the band YouTube. Oh, YouTube. Oh, YouTube. Like, oh, uh, if we wow. know one thing about YouTube, they're never going to be against America. That's true. Now, without any further ado, <laughs> you didn't know that? I knew that the second that they put them f- songs on our iPhone, you remember yeah, that? Yeah. I don't think YouTube's for America. You don't think YouTube is for America? Mm-hmm. Not YouTube, YouTube. Yeah, yeah. The band, band full of whites? Mm-hmm. Bono's Irish. Oh, never mind. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> We're back anyways. There was a lot of blacks in Alaska. <laughs> there was. There was? There was a lot. Really? Yeah. On vacation or lived there? They lived there. Come on now. They there. They had a whole section in, uh, uh, in the thing called blacks in Alaska. Really? I didn't know if I was supposed to be offended. So I'm saying like I if would. there's a section called blacks in uh, Alaska, are there really a lot of blacks in Alaska or are they just imports for the... I mean... What do you think? Like Kanye West and Jay Z almost made the same song. They just switched out the word blacks and Alaska. <laughs> Go ahead. They had they were featured in the museum. That, Black History Anyways. Oh, maybe it's just because you went there in February. That's it? I don't think that that's that's it. I think there's blacks in Alaska that ride reindeer and push moose. But without any further ado, <laughs> my name is Kervin. I'm Sunil. I'm Chris. And today we have a special guest with us. The star of many things that are taking over Tubi. The star of many things that have taken over YouTube. Give it up, everybody, for Dwayne Wayne. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you so much for coming to the show and talking to the men on the internet. You're welcome. Now, tell us a little bit about you. Where you're from? What do you do? Well, I was originally born in Kingston, Jamaica. Hey. Came up here when I was seven. I'm a writer. Rock. Yeah, Bob Marley. <laughs> I'm a writer, director, <laughs> producer. Don't be racist. Uh, actor. <laughs> Sorry about that. He's a, he just came to me. <laughs> so, um, like I said, I'm a writer, director, producer, uh-huh. actor. I got my own YouTube channel. Okay. Became a YouTube partner within two months. Let's go. Oh, come on and now. So, what's, what's that? This is the applause button. So anytime the yellow one comes off, it's the mm-hmm. applause, and the red is some. We probably shouldn't have said something, so it's a beep. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. 
So, um, why don't you plug while we while we talking about it? What's the YouTube channel? What's the yeah? Tell us about it. YouTube channel. Um, I got none but web series on there or movies or skits. Some called um, Punjabi show. Yes, little Indian guy. Yep. Same. My grandfather. Are you the Indian guy? Yes. Oh shoot. Oh wow. Uh, oh my god. Oh my. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> We've been asking us to do this for years. <laughs> What's oh, the YouTube channel? How do they find you? It's the real Dwayne Wayne thirty three. Mm. Real Not the Dwayne. real Dwayne Wade, the real Dwayne Wayne. Wayne. Yes. Get it right. Hey, All right. Yeah. And I occasionally see you frequenting the Shade Room comments. Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do I be saying sometimes? Now you you be in there like cracking me up. What I say? <laughs> you be saying like one word. <laughs> He'd be like, no, that's facts. Wild. Yeah, not nah, crazy. <laughs> Word? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd be like, he knows how to market himself. Yeah. The shade room, man, they full of shit. Like, <laughs> I see, for real, I see them post mass stuff, like retarded stuff. I sent them my shit. They, they just liked it. I was like, you bastard. Like, I ain't just going to like mine and don't even post it. They did like it? Though? Yeah, but they didn't post it. Well, how did you send it to them? I sent it, I DM'd them. Oh, they liked it? Yeah, and they didn't even post it. Wow. I've been trying to FaceTime them for a long you just, time. You get, nah, you got to get China Lace. You send them DM, they actually look at it. Really? But they just won't post it. They look at your um your numbers. Uh, That's what they mm. do. If you got like high numbers following, they'll post it. But you know what you got to do? Shoot, never mind. <laughs> what? S- sex tape. Nah, uh, that'll get you where you need Kim to K? go. It worked for Ray nah. J. It worked for Safari. And he's still... On um, Brandy, little brother, everybody know me. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Ray J, Ray J creating his own like little niche now. Yeah, but yeah. I actually, I Ray actually Kong? met him. Huh? Um, and he was, I showed him my thing. And he was like, "Yo, I don't do that type of work. I'm doing the reality show." Mm-hmm. So he was like, "Yo, um, take my number, take my bodyguard, somebody else creative number, mm-hmm. gave to me." But I know it's Hollywood; they don't call you or answer the phone. So, mm. did you try that? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I, if you said no, I'd have been like, "I don't know about that." No, nah, he answer. So how long you been doing this stuff? Well, I've been on this journey since I was like seven years old. Wow. So I came in from Jamaica and I found my gift at seven where I just picked up a pencil and I started drawing. Mm. And the lady was like, you did that? And I was like, yeah, she said, you know, I draw. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> just started it. She was like, keep going. And then I learned how to just look at things and draw them. Wow. And then I like a fan of a Ninja Turtles. So you know how they on show TV for like a half an hour. So I used to watch them and draw at like a little 10 seconds. I used to just draw it really fast. And then um, my mom seen me doing that. She brought, no, she seen that I liked the Ninja Turtles. Mm -hmm. So she brought me the sheets. So that way I learned how to draw them better. Because I'm looking at the sheets, drawing them. Then I started making comic books. And then I learned how to rap. It would just. Oh, you a rapper? Yeah, I used to. Oh, okay. That what was your four. rap name? Um, Don't they called me Blocker. Blocker. Yeah. I like the way he said it with his chest too. He was like, "Yeah, they call me Blocker." Blah. Like that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what was your uh, your first comic book hero that you that you created? What was the name? Um, I never created actually. Um, something on my own. Okay, you were just drawing. I was just drawing okay. a whole bunch of different. Sick. Characters. What was your What was your uh, favorite comic book growing um, up? Um, Sonic. Insert Chris. <laughs> Insert Chris. No, I mean comic books. You're our resident comic book expert. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that's cool. And then, so, what was the transition like from Jamaica to where? Where in the U.S. did you go first? 
Um, we moved to New York, Queens okay. first. Got you. And then after a while, Jamaica, um, Queens. Uh, I think so. <laughs> That's fine. Know. You went from Jamaica <laughs> to Jamaica. Jamaica Queens. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I did. So then they moved. All um, my mom's moved to Connecticut. Okay. Okay. So. I recently mm. went to Connecticut, and I didn't expect to see black people there. There's a lot. A There's lot of people. Lot. That shit is hood, whether you know it or not. Yeah. I saw that. In I New went Haven? to get a haircut, and I almost got shot. Yeah, where, what part you went? The shot block. No, what city? <laughs> I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't actually The know. worst place is New Haven, Bridgeport, Hartford. Those are the worst places? Yeah. Like, yeah, they, they I didn't see I didn't see girls get shot. I didn't see people get their head blown off in front of me at a parade. Oh they pick the body wow. up and keep going. There's good like, parts in Connecticut too, though. Yeah, like Stratford, <laughs> <River. laughs> like West Haven, Stanford. People, West Haven is like right across the bridge. People will leave New Haven and go to West Haven like it's far. It's just across the bridge. <laughs> Crime happened over here, but nothing really happened over here because it's like, you know, yeah. more white people on the West Haven side. I would always try to put a, a bridge between me. And crime. <laughs> <laughs> if I gotta be honest. <laughs> Make that bridge really big. Right, right. I get over there. So what brought you from New York to California? Well, um, I used to live in Florida. I went to college in Florida. Okay. When you come from the so, islands, you only go to two states first. New York and you Florida. Florida. New York and Florida. Right. Yeah. So I went to Full Sail University. Hey. And um I took up film. Okay. And I never took up writing because I was never interested in it. Mm. But I'm a fast learner. So when I went to uh, school for the film, I just wanted to learn how to edit and things like that. And then, like, I after graduation, you know, my teacher was like, because I was a class clown. Mm-hmm. So my teacher was like, why don't you just go do stand-up in Hollywood? And I was like, okay. Mm. And that's how I led from there to here. Wow, okay. And, and I just did stand-up as well. And the first time going on stage, they was like, Yo, how long you been doing this? I said, this is my first time. It was like, yo, keep going. And then that's how um I got found on stage by somebody from BET. So that's how it actually started. Wow. Doing stand-up. Yeah. So let me ask you, what do you say when, because you do so many things. Mm-hmm. What do you say your title is? Are you just I'm a more, creator, an I'm artist? More, I'm more, I think of myself more of a writer. Okay. Because I, now that I love doing it, mm-hmm. it's like I could write um a full season of a show in like three days. Really? Yeah. So do you hate Tyler Perry? <laughs> is that the I, I, I don't Right now yeah, yeah Okay <laughs> I don't His work to me Is like too dark mm. And too like For the other side Of the people that You know what I'm saying Yeah but I don't Really too too Into his work like that Okay That's a new criticism Cause you know what people Normally say What What they say It's buffoonery <laughs> I don't say that But you that's do. what people say I don't say that Don't oh. be putting words In black man's mouth <laughs> It's February. <laughs> Here we go. Um, <laughs> but I understand you're mm-hmm. trying to get your stuff to the next level. So mm-hmm. everybody who's in your way, like a Tyler yeah, Perry, yeah, right? yeah, you yeah. got to overcome that stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is he in your way? Right now? Yeah, he is. How so? Because he's higher than me. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm better than him. Come mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. I'm better than him. He, done. Mm-hmm. He, can't, he can't write like me. Oof. He can't. I know he can't. Now, what do you like to make? So you said his stuff is dark. You're a comedian, mm-hmm. like comedy writer? I can be, but I write like my experience with life because how I grew up, my mom's was a drug dealer. Mm -hmm. So it's like the life that she lived. I grew up in it and started living that life. Mm -hmm. So the movie that I got now that I wrote is called All or Nothing, How It All Started, Mm -hmm. where it talks about how my mom was a drug dealer and I followed that footsteps. Mm -hmm. And she going to jail, how it was getting raided. She She got robbed in front of me and I was on the bed sleep and they knocked on my room window 
they didn't know who was in the house. They just thought she was. So I seen the gun to her head. They took a pound of weed and the money from her and didn't know who else was in the house. But the whole thing was she sent me and my cousin outside to go see where they went. And I was like probably like 10 and he was 13. Jesus. Yeah. Where's your mom now? Um, Some home. I mean, Connecticut. She's, she's yeah. okay. Yeah, I guess. Well, all right, we'll leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. So, I mean, obviously, you know, your your upbringing was, was serious, but, was you know, your first uh, first delve into Hollywood and stuff was comedy. Yeah. Talk to me how, because how, how, I always hear this, you know, comedians always, the, the funniest people have like the hardest lives or that it's like a mask to their pain kind of thing i didn't know what i was doing when i was on stage <laughs> what was I your just, what was your first set about do you remember it was about a squirrel i seen because <laughs> out here the squirrels when i scroll i seen the squirrel was a fat squirrel mm-hmm. and i thought he was a little puppy oh my god so he was really big and when he tried to run up the tree he was <laughs> <laughs> so i just went on stage and i just talked about that and people were just laughing oh wow I can see that because I I sometimes identify as a fat squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one person who can't get up a tree, it's me. <laughs> yeah, there be there do be mad squirrels in in California. Really? Yeah. You know what I didn't know that California had until recently? Mosquitoes. I, I had no clue. Like for the first ten years, I swore up and down there was no mosquitoes in California because I come from Florida. Mm-hmm. Okay, I used to have what we call sweet blood. Relax. <laughs> okay, and that means the mosquitoes used to just tear up at me. I used yeah. to just be itching all the time. I moved to California. I didn't ever get bit by one mosquito. I went to one party in Black Beverly Hills, and I felt my face explode. And the moment I looked around, the mosquitoes here, it's not that they're not here. They're just real small. They're come, malnourished. And really come thought about it, i never seen a mosquito. I'm trying to tell you. Like you when really you think cook, about it, i never seen one. You don't see them. They're super small. They attack you. Yeah. And then, boom, I came back. But the crazy thing is, after I left, an hour later, I didn't feel them anymore. They're seasonal. The pain is seasonal? No, the mosquitoes. They're not out all the time. No, I'm saying the pain was gone. Like Uh-oh. the bump was gone. Like oh, the, nah. where they was sucking on my blood? Pause. Yeah. <laughs> Pause. That's what that basketball player should have said. <laughs> you know who, who I'm talking yeah. about. The ba- you know who I'm talking about. The basketball player who said the other version of Pause. Oh, gotcha, you, gotcha. You. You're, right, you're right, you're right, you're right. So anyways, yeah. So fa- a fat squirrel going up the tree. <laughs> and people were just laughing. And But then when I got off stage, they told me to keep going. And I was, it was like, how long? I said, it's my first night. Because when I first came to Hollywood, I came here with $17, right? Mm. Didn't have nothing, but I went back to school just to get here to find my way here. And I went back to school, and the first week, I'm walking around looking, and I seen the ha-ha calf. Mm. And that's when I went on there. I paid $5. Not knowing it was an open mic. I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. Just paid $5, went on stage, and just do what I did. And, crazy. Yeah, and after that, just um the guy named Big Mike seen me on stage because somebody called him about me. Mm-hmm. Then he came and seen me. He told me straight up, he was like, what are you talking about? He said, you funny, but you ain't talking about nothing. And that was it. You're Seinfeld. Me, yeah, he, <laughs> he gave me a <laughs> shot, and I, I literally, like, choked. Really? I choked bad, dog, bad, bad. Where? Um, Live, in front of thousands of people. 
because he had a radio station. It was called Get Ready On Radio, right? Uh-huh. And he said, go. And I looked at the camera and I was like, you know what it was, Sue? I don't drink. And I went to go drink. And I was like, I looked at him. I was like, dog, I'm not feeling this. And he's like, <gasps> he was like, yo, 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 yo. And mm, he stopped kind of like dealing with me after a while. <sighs> and then after that, he was like, he got back cool. With me. He was like, yo, what happened? And I was like, I wasn't ready. I thought I was, but I wasn't. So this was on a radio show? Yeah. From the thousands of people, bro. So what'd you, what'd you learn from that? Don't drink. <laughs> okay. Don't drink. Um, stay focused with it. But it made me it made me get better. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm not a stand-up person. Yeah. It was just something that I wanted to try because I wanted to get in the industry. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how. I started drawing, rapping, um, and then I started learning how to write. But that's when I found my niche. Because I gave somebody an idea, and he took like three months to write the script, and I didn't like it when I got it. Even though I went to school for film, I never took the writing class. So when I looked at it, I went on YouTube, like, how do you write a script? And within like five minutes, led to this. Sick. What's the ultimate vision with it? The ultimate vision is to be just on TV. Okay. That's my vision. As an actor. Yeah. Okay. But it's like, I'm only... Putting myself in the acting position because I'm writing it, mm-hmm. and when I write a character, I want to play that character because there's not a lot of Jamaicans. If they are, they're not using their accent mm-hmm. on TV. Okay. So everything that I write, I'm actually just using my accent. Nothing is proper English. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I can so. I can kind of relate to that. A part of what I did when I moved to Hollywood was mm-hmm. to try and be an actor as a way to like develop other things, writing and directing and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Um, so would, will you wear a dress? No. Oh, okay. No, I got approached. <laughs> Did you not hear him say he Jamaican? I, like, I'm sorry. I, I, he said he want to make it in Hollywood. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> actually, actually, I wrote for certain people already, but they never paid me. And Welcome to Hollywood. It's like, um, they 50 friends. And the dude, was a, he's a director, and he asked me to write something for him, right? Mm-hmm. So, the scene that he wanted me to write was a gay strip club. I was like, I'm not writing that. Why not? Because it was nothing but niggas. No, no, no. But you could write the scene. I'm, he wanted me to be in it. Oh, he wanted you. So, and you yeah, could have played I'm bartender. Not, I'm not writing nothing gay, bro. So, you know I'm what not. happens to us with great bodies? Sorry, y'all too. Um, <laughs> it's just <laughs> Coming from the fat squirrel. <laughs> they always want us to do that stuff. That's the downside of it. You know what I mean? When you can bench press 100 pounds or so, they're like, ah, oh, let's get you in the game. Yo, but, but Dwayne, you, you, you brought up 50, and you know, one of the, and you talked about you have shows on Tubi. I don't know if you guys saw the, the commercial. The Tubi commercial on the Super Bowl. I sure did. By yeah. far, I think the most talked about commercial right. because everybody was fucked up when they saw it. But you see, you see a vision with Tubi, right? So mm-hmm. I think like you were talking a little bit. Tell me a little bit about what you see Tubi turning into, and then you talked about you know how Fifty Cent um, comes in, in, in better, play there. Better than Netflix, but you see how they showed out on the Super Bowl. Yeah. Now Fifty is over there with Fox, and Tubi's mm. over there with Fox. Mm. It was a marketing thing that they're doing. So Fox bought Tubi, is what you told me, right? Yeah. When you saying Fifty, are you talking about Fifty Cent? Fifty Cent, yeah. Uh, 
I love 50 Cent. And then you said 50s with Fox. What do you mean by that? He's he's, he's signed. He got shows that's coming out on over there. Okay. Because they got they they got so many networks. I think like once he hit, he's gonna go over to TV. Because he's the, he he has the, like a love hate relationship with stars, right? He's yeah. trying to get out of, and mm-hmm. he has like I think the, he's out. Well, they're still doing like BMF is on there. Yeah, and but I don't Power think Power Book still on there. No more. But you know, 50 gets opportunities everywhere because right. he had a show on Crackle for a bit. Oh, I know that. Yeah. But I think the re- the problem with Fox is because his stuff is kind of you know he he feels I guess pigeonholed because if it's on a cable station can't he can't really do, do the same stuff yeah. that he could do on Stars, but on Tubi he would be able to mm-hmm. right. So maybe that would be where he brings all of his franchises yeah. to. You know what though? He had a show on ABC that was very good. Like it was very well. The, the, uh, the, the, the lawyer one, about. right? Where uh, the guy that was in prison. prison? Yeah. yeah, it was very well. Yeah, I love that show. But it was a good show. I don't know why. I uh, liked you know, it a lot. People, people didn't want to watch it. You know, they want to see guns and drugs. Yeah. yeah. Mm, it was too positive. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like nothing positive. <laughs> Except, well, even then, STD, STD check can't be positive. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's crazy. That'd be, that'd be interesting, though, because, I mean, I think there are other streaming platforms now that are competing with Netflix, but I don't know if there's ones that just the regular people have access to. You know what I mean? Like, to be able to get your show on there. Like, you can't get your show oh. on HBO. You can't get your show on Disney+. Plus. You yeah, used you to can. be able to... You can, you can but, but... I mean, but not it's, as easy. It's who you know. Right, yeah, but I'm yeah. saying, like, Netflix, initially, it was easier to get your stuff onto mm-hmm. Netflix. Tubi, right now, it's easy for a common person to get... I wouldn't call it get. easy, though. But the thing is, what people don't know, um, Netflix deal with a lot of Africans. Mm. They go over there... And pay Africans to write movies like Netflix got a um a section where it's nothing but African movies, mm. and my lawyer is telling me this. So he was like, Netflix will pay Africans, Nigerians to to do some stuff, so half saying, a million to a million dollars sometimes just to write something for them. You got to be in Africa though. No, they go over there. So you about Netflix. to set up a PO box in <laughs> in Nigeria and just be like, you could just yeah. send it by mail. I'll go over there. I, I, I'm Haitian, so yeah. I'm pretty much African. <laughs> yo, that, yo, the way that Kelby be connecting the dots, wild. We're bro. just one boat stop off, isn't that right? Yep. Okay then. Don't we all look the same? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, so the dream is to be an actor. You riding hard for Tubi. So, would you ever switch up and go to Netflix? Yeah, that's one of my um, one of my dreams. I was I used the to bag, when right? I first wrote when I first started writing. I used to go stand in front of Net, um, Netflix with my script. Hmm. I went there every single day. The security guard got so used to me, he started talking to me. He's like, "You here again?" I'm like, "Yeah." I'm, anybody pass? I'm like, "Can I talk to you?" And they'd be like, "No." Well, yeah, I'm, like, I'm gonna be in here one day. Mm-hmm. How did they get you away? I just stopped going. Okay. And was it, was going, it when they started boycotting for Dave Chappelle? No, nah, it was it was way before that. <laughs> way before that. How were you working and doing all of this stuff at the same time? You took um asking questions. I do night shifts. Or sometimes uh, I wasn't even working, it was just a hustle. Okay. I used to like when I write, people pay me to write. Okay. So it was so like you were that work time. for hire. Mm-hmm. Would you still do that? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. I know some people who wouldn't because they say like at this point now you got to be a producer you got to nah. I'm I, I can do own. I can produce I can direct I can I can do all of that stuff so mm-hmm. so either way wow. that's mm-hmm. sick man well we wish you best of luck for sure 
Yeah, keep mm-hmm. keep going out there and doing the thing on YouTube. I think the YouTube part might be the most lucrative thing. Yeah. If you could get it right and get it tight. Like, I already seen your views are going up every single week. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that you're producing all these things by yourself is just incredible. And I know how much time and effort and money it mm-hmm. takes to get the stuff off. So just keep doing it. Keep doing mm-hmm. it. It just takes consistency and just have one thing go viral. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get the right cosign, too. It's always about that. To um YouTube, they be telling me like um a lot of sponsors they like they're watching my stuff, mm-hmm. but they but they want to see if I'm consistent. That's what yeah, the email YouTube important. sent me. You know what I'm saying so that's important. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, let us know if you need me to do a guest star, and uh, if you need Sunil to, yeah, know, if you want a real Indian, yeah, right if I want what a real Indian. Oh, we're real in the yeah. yeah. Well, I'm half, so you know, you're half Indian. Yeah, my father's on my father's side is Indian. Indian or West Indian? Indian. Really? There's mm-hmm. a lot of Indians in Jamaica. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. but the thing is, like, the Indians in Jamaica growing up, they weren't supposed to talk to blacks. Mm. So, like, my grandfather, he's from actual India, mm. so he moved in when he was like twelve. Yeah. So he's not even Jamaican. Wow. So, um, he wasn't supposed to talk to nobody black, and he finally seen my grandmother. He was like, and he had mm. kids with her, and then his kids had kids with black people. Wow. So they just like mm. basically my Indian side disowned me because I'm half black. Do you ever feel like you're connected to the Indian culture? Yeah, I don't know nothing about it. I see. None. I, see. I, I saw recently that there, there was a Asian lady uh, who made a series of videos about words that Indian Jamaicans use that Indians developed. Mm-hmm. And she said that a lot of the language in Jamaica is influenced by India. Did you uh, know that? No. Yeah. yeah, I know the food's very similar. I mean, when I, I love Jamaica, like whenever I used to go, um, you would. <laughs> nah, it's it's interesting because out, outside of Jamaicans, the next ethnicity that's biggest in Jamaica is Indian, because mm-hmm. uh, yeah. our, we used to come over as indentured servants um, and and stuff like that. So a lot of the corner stores, all of the uh, you know stores and like businesses and stuff like that, a lot of them are owned by Indians. They were they were in, indentured servants to the black people. Indentured servants to I forget who it was it the Spanish or in Portuguese I think maybe that was colonizing. People, we don't like it. Nah. I'm I'm actually um doing writing a script. It's called Top Flight uh-huh. where it's Punjabi and he's a security guard. Uh-huh. So if you want, I could put you. In. I could play by in that. Like <laughs> it's, it is it. hilarious, bro. Let's do it. I can Pun- be in it. Yeah, I, I got you. When I finish the script, I just email it to everybody. Yeah, what was it called again? It's called um, Top Flight. Top Flight. <laughs> I could be the flight. Mm. What's her name? She could be the top. Because sure. I'm, I'm like, I'm like really trying to push the the Indian character. Because yeah. a lot of people like noticing it. Like, I, um, the Punjabi show one episode is up there already. On That's a such man. And so, that's dope. I like that you're you're using that part of your like background mm-hmm. into it. Because we, I rarely see any black Indian mix content or anything like that you see indian you see black we don't see anything mixed together that's great <laughs> not for real like yeah. you know it's never you would have never known i would have never known that you were what maybe half in you know 25 percent half so yeah, yeah that's, that's crazy that's that's good stuff man i'm happy to hear it well mm-hmm. uh do you want to talk about a couple topics with us sure all right chris how's the border doing Border's clean <laughs> is it been relayed. I heard they let the most amount of people in. That's what I mean. It's clean. They cleaned it out. They cleaned it out. All right, sick. Um, All right. Oh, oh, you swept it? The dirt. They swept? Okay. All right. How's Kamala? uh, You know. If I was Kamala right now, I'd be in shambles. 
Why? My man over there kissing Jill Biden. Mm. Mm. That's, I don't know. You didn't see that? That's the State of the Union. Mm -hmm. They had uh, Jill Biden, Mm -hmm. which is obviously the president's wife. Mm -hmm. And then Kamala's husband. I don't even know what his name is. Doug. But they had, uh, you see this one? They had a a kiss that wasn't so uh, innocent. Mm Mm-hmm. They so, held it for at least two Mississippi. Yeah. So Jill Biden <laughs> walked on yeah. up. I counted. She I, was like, I was like, wait a minute, one Mississippi. That was definitely two Mississippi. That was two Mississippis. So Jill Biden sassed her way on over to Doug Emhoff. Mm. He looked at her with love in his eyes. <laughs> he sashayed her, twirled her around, dipped her a little bit. Now she came up. It was nothing like that. But <laughs> it did it did seem like it sounded good. Let me tell my story. There's actually video of what it was. Tell my so you story, like, guy. We could really we could really like pull it up on YouTube and it wasn't like that at all. And but, then they lock lips. <laughs> no, nah, but, but 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 what is true is it it seemed like they forgot where they the were. You know wrong. what I mean? So like you know how like I don't know if you guys have ever been in a relationship that you're trying to keep a secret for whatever mm-hmm. reason, whether it's like scandalous or you just don't want people to know quite yet. Yeah, like it's your homie's girl. <laughs> that would be the scandalous part. <laughs> but sometimes you just don't want people to know just because it's like you want to, you guys are building it without everybody else getting. Anyways, yeah. the point is, you know, when you're in public, you obviously have to act a certain way if you're trying to keep it a secret. Mm-hmm. That seemed like they might be having a secret relationship, but. They forgot they was out in public. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that was kind of like. I think I know what y'all are talking about, but I never seen anything. I just seen her walk in the middle and that was it. I'm sitting there watching the video for mad long. Don't know what the hell was going on. They probably wiped it off the internet and they did a men in black <laughs> with the pen. The yeah. And I shut my eyes in that exact moment. But is, it normal? Remember. is it normal for Cause I know like Okay Obviously European They're a little bit more With the uh, Freaky deaky freak, More with like the Affectionate in public You know what I mean They yeah. do the Kiss on the cheek You know yeah, East side of the yeah, cheek Or yeah. sometimes They'll do the peck on the lips It's not big Like I don't ever know Americans to be that way They're not They're very like Don't touch me Give me my yeah, space Especially like Married Like you married And you I don't think somebody's wife is kissing somebody else's husband on the lips like that. Maybe on the cheek, mm-hmm. but they went straight. They was on the lips, like one Mississippi, two Mississippi, eyes closed. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. You know, hey, if your eyes is closed, that's something that's emotional. Yeah. This is why I, I think would Obama put his Newports down if he saw Michelle kiss George Bush? Like that, yeah. he definitely would. I don't mm-hmm. think so. I don't think Obama is about that life. Oh, you got him twisted. Uh-uh. You know he was bombing. That's, that's a nigga he really is. No, no, he was no, bombing people's weddings. I don't think he is. What you mean? <laughs> Obama was over there doing the wildest stuff before he became president. Once he learned how to talk in full sentences, mm-hmm. while he was pre- while he was president too. But that's what I'm yeah. saying. I don't think he's about that face to face. Uh, Action Yeah he about that <laughs> Let see, me you drone you From see, a million miles away You don't know away. what a person Would do behind closed doors That's facts I, I mean from what I've been hit <laughs> What you What <laughs> doors you been yeah. <laughs> Let's just say There's rumors about Obama and Michelle Might be You know Who's putting what Into what Kind of thing Oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> No 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 Alright <laughs> Can't be having that on. None of that talk during Black History Month. You're right. Come back to that in March. All right, we come back in March. (laughs)
Anyways, the Eagles lost the Super Bowl. Mm. Sure did. Anybody upset about that? I'm not a football fan, so it at all to me. No, it was a great game. It was a great game. I couldn't play no sports like growing up, so it was like why? Um, I got I didn't have that type of love everybody would have growing up. I Basically, I grew myself. Mm, Man, I was the streets. Okay. I was hustling. I, my name been in jail before I've been in jail. Really? Yeah, my cousin gave me a jail record at like 16. Oh my God. Used it for like three years. So I got a life story to tell. He was using your name? Yeah. What was you doing? I wasn't doing nothing. No, what was you doing while you was in jail, but you weren't in jail? Oh, no, nah, I was I was a house kid. And he was he was running the streets. He's the reason why like I started running the street. You blaming your cousin on that? It was him. Where is he now? Yeah, in Jamaica where he belonged. He got <laughs> he got deported. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I've been hearing people put like cable bills in, nah, in I didn't know you could just go out there and be a whole other person he, he, and be in jail. If it wasn't basically like if it wasn't for my mother, none of that would have happened to me. Wow. You know what I'm saying I spent two years in prison for like immigration. Immigration helped me for like a whole year because of two of them, and, and it's like you can't talk. Cause I wasn't gonna snitch on her, even though I know the situation. My mother, she don't really, she don't talk to me like that. Right, right. I wasn't gonna, you know what I'm saying, right. tell on her or anything like that. So I just stayed in there because they questioned the hell out of me. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know. Is the questioning anything like this? No. Where are you actually from? <laughs> no, you watch too much TV, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that, when they question you, it, it's like a cold ass room because they come to the prison. Yeah, and it's, it's like you can hear like this echo. When they start talking to you, that's freaky. And they stay like, instead of him being there right there, <laughs> he's that way. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just saying that's like when you hear nothing that's but the scary. words come. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's like a he's right, up. like he's right on you, like not over there, but right there. Mm, like, like and then one is across from you, just they they just staring you down. Well, you good now? Yeah, I'm good now. Yeah, because um, it's like. I told when I told him I didn't know anything, even though I did. Yeah, I was like, "What? Well, don't say that." Seven. Yeah, yeah, put that it's put it's that over. Beep. It's over with now. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Right, so right, you can't do nothing. Ain't no double jeopardy or anything. Nah, you sure you clean, yeah. clean? Yeah, because right. I'm out in the world, so can't right. say nothing. <laughs> All right, now let me ask you this question: Because of your traumatic experience with your mom, mm-hmm. is it difficult for you to get close to women now? Somebody asked me that before. It's actually not. It's not. Okay. It's like you know when you don't when you didn't have love growing up, yeah. and you try to find love. Yeah. That's how that is. Wait, no, I didn't. Know. No, no, no. Well, so I don't. Does, I don't, I don't does that mean that like maybe you you find yourself in moving quickly into situations because you're looking for that love and yeah. end up it not being the right situation? Yeah. Mm. Mm. I see. I see. So talk about that. So. <clears throat> You you feel as if you really want love, right? Because you mm-hmm. feel like you haven't felt it. So maybe you're the type that maybe feels connected to somebody quicker than they might feel connected yeah. to you. Bruh, you speaking my language. Sometimes shit is painful, bro. Yeah. I bet. Sometimes it's painful. So what 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 has been your what has been your like what has been your like what are you changing now so that now that you know that that's kind of a situation? I try to not show my emotions fully. Okay. Because if I do, it's like just something else happened. You know what I'm saying? And I can't, every time I get in a relationship, 
I won't talk to a person or be in another relationship for at least like five to ten years. Golly, yeah, so I your last relationship was in middle school? <laughs> My last relationship was um actually I just got out of a relationship with someone, mm-hmm. but it took me at least like four years to get back into one. I totally understand that. So but before her I was in my last, last one was 2006 when I went to jail. Mm-hmm. And then like probably like 10 years later, I got in a relationship. Jeez. So you mm-hmm. don't envision yourself being in something till 2027. Probably. <laughs> oh, because the, the, the last <laughs> one just got out of one. So how come this one didn't work out if you don't, I mean, if you're cool like talking to be about control. it. Mm. You can't control me though. What would she do? So talk to me about what you felt like was controlling in the relationship. Like, when when it's like when you're with someone and you're in their house, uh-huh. I don't want to hear this is my house. I don't want to hear oh that you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't come in the house. Like I'm grown, I'm saying so. I left. You're not gonna tell me what to do. Mm, so just, she wasn't. She wanted like it was like was a parent. Yeah, you went under my roof. It's my rules type exactly. of thing. So what oh, was she you saying? Were, you were living together. Yeah. Oh, what was she saying? Like what what did she not like about your behaviors? It was it was not like she was like well blaming on my past and it wouldn't be my past because my last relationship I was in, like when I came from Florida and I came here, right? And I helped this woman get the place, like get yeah. the new apartment, and everything like that. Yeah. She ended up calling the police on me, telling me to get out of the place that I helped her get. Mm. So when I left and I told this new girl, it was like, Yo, I'm not gonna go through that again. This, you don't have to tell me this is your house. I know this is your house. That's irrelevant. To me. Mm. Don't tell me that. So it triggered you. Yeah. But what was she? What was she upset about? Like, what, what did she think you coming in too late? Like, be honest. Nah, it, is it, it, the other girls? Nah, I never cheated. I never cheated on her. Okay. That's the thing. It was just. What was she insecure about? Me being around other women. Okay. And like because the acting and stuff like that. Yeah. It was that. Yeah. Like she called me one day and was like, "You you were touching somebody's breast." And I'm like, and I'm looking, I'm like, what are you talking about? What breasts? I'm thinking somebody video me yeah. kissing some breasts or some shit like that. Yeah. And it was none of that. It was a photo shoot that I had and my hand was pointing like this and you're sitting right there mm-hmm. and my hand was pointing, but I wasn't touching the girl. And then my hand was on the other girl leg, which and that was the pose. Yeah. And she was, yeah. She yeah. was like, you, 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 why you got to be so close to him? I said, listen, let me tell you something. Mm, come on. I was like. <laughs> No woman is gonna ever stop me from my career. If you don't like what I'm doing, you ain't gotta. What be was? With what, me. what did she do? She's a nurse. Uh, I was like, you're happy your career, gonna... right? She was like, yeah. I was like, then I'm gonna be happy in mine. I think being industry is tough to like date somebody that isn't industry. Yeah. But I love a good nurse, man. I love a good. She, nurse. she she's a good. She was a good woman, but I just don't like that controlling type mm. stuff. Man. You don't, don't think there's a common ground you guys could have found? Do you think you jumped out too quick because of the last relationship? Nah, we, we was together for like a year. No, no, but I'm but, saying like the conflict. Like you just didn't want to. You felt like it was too similar to a previous relationship. Yeah. I kept so you telling just, her like stop doing that, mm. but she it just kept happening. I'm saying it was other situations too, but it was like nah, I can't just can't. But cool Like she called me I called her But getting back in a relationship I'm like nah, no. Never Nah Really I'm not doing that What if she says I've changed I'm gonna let you touch All the breasts in the world <laughs> Nah Never Do you feel like There's anything that you did That You could have changed To make her feel more comfortable the thing is, I wasn't doing nothing wrong. But I'm just saying, like, knowing maybe she has a little insecurities and stuff. 
She said she didn't, but it was like clearly she does. She obviously, did. you could have brought her on set. Sometimes she was. Like, she's on. She's she's actually in the show that I did on Tubi. All right, let me ask you this question now. As a, <laughs> as a writer, director, producer, actor, mm-hmm. would you ever write a, a scene where you got to do a little something with a girl, knowing that your girl would be upset about it? The only thing I'm gonna be honest with you, Come on my now. very first script that I wrote, sidetrack mm-hmm. the trailer that's on my thing, mm-hmm. me and my ex were together. And I only wrote that scene for me and her. But since I've been writing, I haven't wrote a scene where I'm kissing on another woman not like that. Okay. I write it for other people. Yeah. But I don't write it for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's also kind of hard to look at yourself on camera doing that kind of stuff yeah. when you don't look like Ryan Gosling. <laughs> you know what I mean? Plus, like, you know, the Punjabi character, if you're doing like a, a black dude with a Punjabi accent, he probably ain't pulling like crazy. <laughs> Why you think that? I'm just saying because whenever people depict an Indian accent in TV, it's not the most attractive like thing. It's like purely com- comedic. Really, it does something to me. Go ahead. Pause. <laughs> pause. What pause. Like what? Lily. She. Lily Singh. Yeah. You the wrong. Uh, what's her name? Um, Go ahead. The little one. You know Liza. Liza. Yeah, but she doesn't have an accent. He's talking about the accent. Oh. Well, then in that case, it's... <laughs> I was like, well, how are either of these people like... <laughs> in, that, in that case, yeah. Uh, no, I don't... I don't... Priyanka that's true. an accent. Huh? Who else? Uh, Priyanka? Yeah, but she's not she's trying gorgeous. to do an accent. What I'm trying to say is like, whenever oh, they're... Like, yeah, yeah, whenever people are like, do the Indian accent, and so it's like, hello, come again. Like, <laughs> nobody's like over there talking about, you know what? That's sexy. You know, you, you're All not right, going to be... Sunil, change the narrative for us today. Give it, give, yeah. give the audience... But I don't think, like, the Indian accent is necessarily sexy, but that's not, like, how most people, like, really talk. But listen, listen, I'm Haitian, yeah. and our accent is real nasty. And we still be pulling girls. We date one. We be like, of I'm course, it's you. not like Indian people. Like, there's a billion people. India has the biggest population in the world. People are pulling... And all that kind of stuff But I'm just saying Like in Hollywood When they bring out Like when they do The typical Prototypical Indian Mm. Accent It's not the heartthrob It's not like The the main character It's always the comedic relief I mean that's true But today is gonna be The day we change Change it Mm, But I'm saying like You know Indians That come from the Caribbean I don't have an Indian accent So I don't know how to (laughs) 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 It's not me (laughs) You don't talk like that People don't even People don't even think I'm Indian bro Like I never get Indian So What do you get? Whatever they are, man. It depends on what music's <laughs> playing in the background. If there's like, if there's reggaeton, I'm Puerto Rican. If they, you know, if they're Dominican, I'm Dominican. You ever just if there's dance hall, you know, you light skin. <laughs> you feel me? I see. Yeah. Especially because you're bald now, like yeah. you really can't tell. Because when you yeah. had hair, it was like more that like straight and hair. Beauty. Yeah. So you kind of are like, mm, maybe he's not black. Nah. Then I was straight Mexican when I was yeah. with the hair. Yeah. Mm. For sure. Um. Well, I I hope something works out for you as far in that in that lane cuz Hollywood is a lonely place. You, especially yeah. when you're doing really really good to just enjoy it with a bunch of women that you don't know that leave as soon as you're done. Like It depends on what you're looking for though. Yeah. What it, it, like if you're looking for a deeper connection, I'm sure that's harder to find in Hollywood, right? But like if you just you know, want some something yeah, new I, every I week. I would like to get married one day though. Oh yeah. I grew up in a family that they married like people are married, so. Do you want kids too? I got a daughter that's like 23. Okay. All right. She's on the East Coast? Yeah, she in college. Cool. Nice. Mm-hmm. She must be proud to have a dad who's like actually doing stuff, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah. One day when I have kids, I hope that they're kind of proud. How, how old are you? 41. 41. I'm 30. You know what's funny? Because you're talking about marriage. I also like want to be married. I'm 39. I'm turning 40 this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just reading an article in, I think it was the Washington Post. It said that more people are having their like first marriage in their 40s and 50s than ever before. And so and I thought that was like a wild trend that like people are now getting older. And if you look at like even everybody at this table, a generation ago, like our parents' generation, we all should be married with kids and stuff That's like true. that based off of it. But now our whole table, nobody's married. Um, you know, you have a kid, but like, you know, we don't have kids. Um, and more and more people are older without, you know, on these dating apps and stuff, there's so many people in their mid thirties, um, early forties that are still, you know, out there trying to, you know, get married and all that kind of stuff (laughs) in the streets. But But my question, my question is just kind of like, why do you, what do you think that is? Why do you think that a gener this generation now is taking longer to get married because of the internet, yeah. I Talk would about say it. also the same, and with see, the city girls, you see nothing but ass shaking and everything yeah. like that. Who wants to settle down at a time like this? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but I could understand maybe the generation after us, but even our generation, you know, in our 40s, we I grew up like I remember a time where there was no internet, you know what I mean? And then yeah. a time after, I remember dialing up to get to the internet. I remember getting that AOL disc that gave you yeah. 50 hours, and then when you got the 250 hour one, you like, oh, I'm set kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know, but. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how much that played a role. Like even in college, I don't really remember dating apps and the internet was more for getting music and mm-hmm. watching videos. It wasn't like straight porn and stuff like that, like <laughs> it is now, right? I mean, it really depends on what websites you're going to. <laughs> but, no, but I'm just saying like, even like MySpace was a lot less, yeah. you know, cause I remember MySpace. I remember AOL, like popping off. It wasn't like, uh, like what IG is now or what, Tinder and all these dating apps are, but even our generation is still taking taking longer to commit. I don't know what it is because they see these young girls. That's why mm. they see you these young just girls options. On. Yeah. Also, like, I think people are very scared. Number one, the finances. Like, I talk about this all the time. I I feel like women are going back to that. Like, I don't want to work. I need a man to take care of me. I need, I want to be a housewife. I want to be a stay at home mom. And men are like, I don't know if I can support not only myself, but you and, and the, kid. the kid and all that stuff. So I think a lot of men are just like, I'm too scared to do this. <laughs> I'd rather just fend for myself. And then when I have a little bit of money, I can think about that. Cause when I, I mean, see my friends that have kids and their wives don't work, I want to pull them to the corner. And just and just be like, yo, what you doing? How how you want me to help you leave this? Life is more expensive now. Life is definitely more expensive yeah. than a generation ago. But I I think it's also I think that life has become more complicated. I think it was like simpler back in the day. Like you just kind of knew, hey, you're gonna grow up and get married. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have kids. Like roles were kind of divided a little bit but like more like the male is more of a provider female is you know more of the nurturer raise a family house mom stuff like that now all of a sudden maybe because life has gotten more expensive but also like uh you know there's more choices for you know women don't necessarily have to be a housewife anymore now you could be a, a business owner you could be career oriented and stuff like that so obviously marriage has gotten pushed to the side, I think a little bit. Mm -hmm. Plus people are seeing so much that marriages fail all the time. And then there's like divorce. And 
50% and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But I also think it just comes down to there's too many choices. And I don't think like, I think it's easier to be confused. Yeah. Like even like level of commitment. I think people aren't equipped to be as committed anymore. Yeah. And I also hear, um, how a lot of men like hear the extremes. Like when you're on the internet, you hear a woman say the extremes of what they're looking for in a man. Like I need a man who's six, 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 like six figures, right. six feet tall. Well, six, the other thing, but you know, and, and most men are like four, five, three. <laughs> you know what I mean? But they so, wonder why they single though. Some things you can't control. No, they talking about the woman. Are you talking oh, about the woman? Yeah, right? I wonder yeah. why they single though. I mean, um, well. I think sometimes they're not even single, but why they're not happy? Because like, there's women that are not single because they're they're chasing after that, but mm-hmm. those guys aren't treating. They're not necessarily focused on the right things, right? They're focused on a lot of the superficial uh, money things like that, yeah. but they're not worried about how somebody actually treats them yeah. or how how somebody actually like uh, cares for them and things like that. Like that's something that I had to learn. What I was looking for in uh, uh, compatibility was the wrong things. Like mm-hmm. you're looking for chemistry, attraction, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But that stuff, I think, is now that I'm growing older. It's that's tier one. Yeah, that's not as important as how common values, common vision. Like, um, is this person willing to work with you versus just I'm a bounce? You know, like that I think just, yeah, it gets tough. Yeah, there's something else though, and then I think it's a little deeper than this conversation, but I think it's because people are realistically not tied to religion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like marriage in my brain is a, is a spiritual thing. Right. Yeah. And, uh, when, when people get married for all the wrong reasons, it just means like, I really like you. I think you're cool. Let's get married. But what about how you see religion, how you see money, how you see children, how you see your, your family in law? Like all of that stuff has to come together to make it work. But people are not really having those conversations. It's all about how you feel. Mm-hmm. And feelings are only exist for such a short period of time. Like they're I fleeting. Can, yeah, they like change you can, all the time. You can feel something today and then tomorrow you see somebody else that you like, you're like, oh that's it. You know? That's the, that's so the it's like in, in that dating sphere, people are dating, um, not talking about like the real foundations of what to expect in the future. What can what can we expect? About how one of the number one reason people get divorced is because of finances. You know, somebody either overspends, doesn't know how to balance their budget, mm-hmm. or they they somebody's really tight with the money. Typically, if somebody's Pressure. really tight with the money, then they're abusive in some kind of way. So uh, people don't talk about that. Like nobody mm-hmm. ever says, "Yo, how much debt do you have?" Mm-hmm. Right? Because it's it's kind of scary. Right. You know, talk about like I don't even want to bring that up, but you have to. You know, I, in some of my relationships, I be asking you, "Let me see your bank account real quick." Yeah. Actually, I was uh, talking to this girl and she was previous to me was in a relationship for a year and a half. And I was like, oh, what happened? And then she told me that he when he found out how much student debt I was in, he broke up with me. Did you break up with her, too? (laughs) Now, we actually she's really cool, but we actually ended before it got deep because she was super Christian. And, and what I mean by super Christian, like she envisioned her family going to church every single Sunday and mm. all that kind of stuff. And I was like, I'm never going to convert to Christianity. So, Oh, you're not Christian? <laughs> no. Muslim? No, I actually, no, no, I really Hindu. thought you were. Nah. Why um, would I be Christian? I don't know why. I thought, I for some reason thought you were. Nah, I grew up, so I grew up uh, Hindu. 
But Hindu isn't even really a religion. So, I mean, what is it? Hinduism is like, is like Hindu. The term Hindu came from people like naming it because they didn't know what to do. The original like philosophy is called Sanatan Dharma, which is just like kind of roughly translates to kind of the right way of living pretty much. Mm. And so it's basically a philosophy on how you live your life. It's not like there's no conversion. Like you can't become a Hindu. Like there's yeah. not like, you know, with Christian, you could get baptized and you become a Christian Muslim. You can, you know, do a ceremony to become Muslim. There's nothing like that for Hinduism. It's not like, it's just a way of living life and, you know, understanding who you are and how you're supposed to, you know, end up getting back to ultimate salvation or heaven or whatever you guys want to call it. Is there a book? There's the Bhagavad Gita, which is basically a conversation between one of God's avatars, Krishna and Arjun. Basically, in that it, it depicts everything you need to know about, you know, how to live your life here. So if you're saying it's not a religion, can you be a Hindu Christian? You would just be a Christian. Uh, hmm. Like there's no such thing as like he's a Hindu. Like, I mean, it, mm. it is now because that's the only way people could really like understand. But you would just live as if a Hindu is just living a certain way of life. I didn't know any of this. Mm. Do you? I mean, you? Yeah. I guess you got a new script. <laughs> <laughs> the Hindu way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could be in that too. <laughs> That's interesting. I had no clue. Yeah. Mm. So there's no like temple or anything like that. There is. Oh, wow. but so like there's, there's, there's like four paths. They're called, um, there's four different like paths on how to reach salvation. Mm-hmm. And one of them is through uh, like where, so one of them is through like prayer and mm-hmm. things like that. So you could go to like the temple and do ceremonies and things like that. There's another way where just like, kind of like Sadhguru and like these like um, intellectuals, mm-hmm. that's another way of, of going. They're all called like uh, yogas. There's like four, oh, okay. four different ways of being able to do go, go there. So, it's kind of like different paths. So that's like, I think why Hindus are more open to learning about other religions as well, because to us, it's just all knowledge. It's not necessarily like, there's not this thing where you can't get there because you're a different religion, like in Christianity, right? If you don't take Jesus Christ as your savior and he's died for your sins, like ultimately you can't get into heaven, right? Mm. There's not any type of thing there. And, you know, uh, in Hinduism, there's karma, right? So you're, you're like, we believe where we're at right now is hell. This is hell and all that kind of stuff, right? You feel pain, you feel suffering, all this kind of stuff. And like the ultimate, to get ultimate salvation, get to heaven, quote unquote, you have to be detached from everything worldly. So like, let's say you die wanting to be rich, like your soul is attached to, I really want to be wealthy or all that kind of stuff. Then you will come be reincarnated till you get rid of that, uh, that desire. So we call them vasanas. So if you're tied to any vasanas, when you die, then you'll keep coming back to this world until you learn your lesson until you, yeah. Until you, you're completely detached. This, I'm not making fun of this at all, but I hear these words that are, that are part of like, Modern day yoga mm-hmm. is this? Is there a hundred percent? Like a like there one is the other, or is it one taking from the other? Say I, I don't. You gotta explain that a little so bit. So, as somebody who practices Hinduism, are they 
naturally practicing yoga as a part of their yoga is part of it really yeah so yoga is a eastern philosophy it's a very spiritual type thing bikrams and all this type of stuff turned it into like just workouts and trying to make money off of it and stuff like that but ultimate yoga is not so much about the positions and all that kind of stuff that plays a role but it's more about the spirituality aspect of it so that's like a part of hinduism like even um even buddhism right buddhism is based off of this indian prince his name was gautam buddha and he let he was raised hindu so a lot of similarities between buddhism and hinduism are there because it's the same type of philosophies Mm -hmm. but he left he gave up all of his worldly riches and things like that because he wasn't happy and so he realized like a simpler world simpler life and all of his kind of teachings and philosophies ended up becoming buddhism but it's all based off of you know ancient hindu philosophies dang that's interesting Mm -hmm. we should cut this whole section up and make it its own video i didn't didn't know any of this (laughs) stuff that's interesting thank you for explaining absolutely man there's levels to me so you're saying nobody can become hindu so no there's no type of like there's no type of uh what a conversion type ceremony or anything so I like can't that go to the temple you absolutely can oh you could just yeah it's just living the philosophies of it right oh. so but it's not like i'm turning hindu like i'm hindu now like no you're just living that life you know what i mean yeah. there's not like this this thing where i could get i could dip me underwater and you know and become christian or stuff like that so that technically means you can be with a christian sure you could be with anybody it's just so I it's think the other the, way. I think the cultural aspect is that's where that comes into. It's not a religious thing, it's a cultural thing. Like like how he said, you know, there is a lot of undercover, not even outward racism in in Hindu cultures. Like they're not used to black people. They're not used to, mm. you know, cuz so there there's a certain, you know, hesitation when it comes to that. Um and I would say outward like racism, like it just is what it is. Are you religious? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you date outside of your religion? As long as they believe in God, I don't care. Any religion, as long as they believe in God. Yep. So my issue with her wasn't that she was Christian. It's her issue with me. Mm. Right? Because Christians usually need you to convert. Yeah. That's what I don't like. Yeah. Don't try the to conversion. make me to turn something that I'm not. Right. If you like me, like me for me, not for what you are or anything like that but that's one of those golden rules where they say your relationship is most likely going to work if everybody's in the same religion or at least understands religion in the same way right so i think like there's christians that abide by christianity but not necessarily like i'm in church every single sunday and Mm -hmm. things like that like they're more because I think at a pure level, like religion, most religions are very similar at like the purest mm. level of things. Yeah. And ultimately to me, I think that, you know, religion is beautiful. Um, the spirituality behind most religions is beautiful, like the message, but then the actual religion becomes where people start fighting the over practices it. Right. The religion, cult yeah. aspect of it, or like the tribal, I should say, not cult tribal aspect of it is like, Oh, I'm Christian. Oh, he's Muslim. Oh, he's Hindu, like Hindu versus Muslim. Right. That's a big thing but that i don't think comes from the religions Mm. that comes from the cultural stuff that happened and stuff like that um christians versus muslims i don't think ultimately like the religion itself is what's putting these people together it's like 
the countries that were a Christian country that wanted to invade a Muslim country or vice versa yeah. type of thing. So they just put it kind of because back in the day, I think people were more people were more tribal based off of their religion versus maybe their country. Yeah. Now, I think there's more like country, state, you know, mm-hmm. set like neighborhood you know stuff like that i think people are are repping different things whereas back then i think it was strictly just religion yeah man that was heavy (laughs) but i think you and me similarly because you're very into that's why i thought you were christian nah it's just because i love learning about religion because i always look at it like this the way i look at religion is like if i was broke Mm. financially yeah I wouldn't really, <laughs> I wouldn't really like worry about who's giving me money. Yeah. Right. I'd just be like, yo, I need to eat. I need to pay these bills. So if this person's giving me money, I'm just grateful. Right. Yeah. So if I'm like spiritually broken or spiritually broke, let's say, yeah. does it matter if it's coming from somebody named Jesus or it's coming from somebody named Krishna or is it coming from somebody named Muhammad? Like to me, the, the, the messages is what I'm, focused on that's going to help me become more uh spiritually fulfilled and like give me a a path on how to live life and how to be happier and how to understand myself in a way to not have those like negative the negatives that are being from being spiritually broke Mm. that's how i look at it that's how i've always looked at spirituality so to me i'm very much like i've been to church with girls that i've dated like i've Mm. been you know i would go with you I, I love learning and i'm all like i'm never like no you're wrong for the way you think or the yeah. way you believe because yeah. in my mind i'm just like all right everybody's on their own path yeah and i think ultimately like and this could be na- naivety i think like ultimately everybody that ends up at like heaven or whatever everybody calls heaven is all gonna be like wait what wait what the and it's just like right, everybody's right. here, but it's just because everybody lived a good life, like yeah. and and in uh, in the proper way of whatever God wanted you to live, and that's why you're there. It's not because you claim Christian, you claim Muslim, you claim Hindu, like you know, and that's what got you there. No, it's the way that you live. It's pretty amazing stuff. Now, I've always wanted to know this question: Do they have a Kirk Franklin <laughs> of like your religion, like religious rap? Not religious rap because he doesn't necessarily do rap, but like. The biggest artist, like the biggest religious artist. So it, I don't know if it's as uh, it's as like commercial. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely spiritual like music, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's it's at least I'm not aware of it. Like the Indian artists and stuff are secular. Mm-hmm. I don't know about religious pop music kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, but there's definitely like religious music for sure. But it's more. It's not like a big business. Okay. Well, let, let's go back to rounding off our, our chat. We still have Dwayne Wade here. Dwayne Wayne. Yeah. He, here. Ain't, married. he ain't married to... What? Oh, Gabby. Gabrielle Union. <laughs> no. All right. So so I want to spit off a couple of questions. We're rounding off the, the show this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a couple of weeks ago, uh, we found out that Gabrielle Union um, would cheat on her man mm-hmm. because she made the most... Money in the relationship. What would you do if that was your girl? Is is it okay for me to cheat if I made the more money? Mm. Answer her question with a question. I'm just saying. <laughs> if you can do it, then I can do it too. If I'm making more money than you. Mm. 
All right. That's how King answers that question. My next question. With all the STDs that are morphing, <laughs> that are morphing in the world today, would you advise a young person to be outside these days or to be in a, in a good relationship? In a good relationship? Really? Like a like I'm talking about like a 19, 20 year old. Oh no, you going you going to sling. You you ain't going to be no relationship. That's you what know, you, you would advise them you, to do? No, I would advise him don't just get one woman, but <laughs> you 19 and I'm no. You got to learn about happen. yourself. You got to yeah. learn about what you want. You got to learn about who you are. I would say you don't gotta, be in a relationship you, when you're 19. You, you, you just hitting what, 18, 19? You don't mm. even know how to work your dick yet. You know what I'm saying? So, mm. I would say don't even focus on women yet. That, that could be true. I would say focus on you. Mm. Get your money up. Get your physique to where you want it to be. If I'm really giving advice to a 19-year-old, I'm like, yo, you're going to have so much more success in your 20s with women or in your like late 20s, early 30s with women if you focus right now on getting your money up, mm. getting your skill set up, mm. getting your into good routines, good habits, and all mm. that kind of stuff. Mm. You're going to eat them alive because right now, even 19, 20, 21-year-old, they don't know. They're not even good. They don't even know what the <laughs> fuck they're doing. They don't they're like, not even good. All right, here's, here's my next question because we do got to wrap up. Yeah, yeah. My next question is it true that Jamaican men do not eat the box? They lying. <laughs> they lying. I tell you that much. They lying. Y'all just jerk it up. They close the windows. They close the blinds. <laughs> Spice it up. Go they, for it. Like it's a Make sure nobody ain't looking. They lying. Let me tell you that from now. That's why they stick they around. They lying. Mm. Yep. They That's lying. They All right, here's my next question Is there real beef between Haitians and Jamaicans? Duh. Not this generation, but probably my grandmother's generation. Mm-hmm. It was. I tr- I've been trying to tell y'all. Yeah. I needed to get another Caribbean man in here so you yeah. guys can figure it out. Because my grandma's grandpa is Jamaican, and when I learned that, I was like, "Oh no, grandma's I feel. grandpa." Yeah, they 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 used to. It was just a thing with Jamaicans and Haitians. Like, <laughs> I used to call my mother, be like, "You Haitian? Don't call me no Haitian. Yep. Don't call me no Haitian." <laughs> if you call a Haitian Jamaican, don't call me no. Don't call me no Jamaican. Yeah, that's how it was. That's how it is. Uh, but our mother. generation is like. Okay. Yeah. We ain't got nothing to do with that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. American. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here's my last question. So last week I said, um, somebody who's Leonardo DiCaprio's age dating a nineteen year old is as odd as somebody dating somebody from a totally different country. Now here's what I mean by that before I before y'all get into this. I mean not a Chinese American and a black and a and a Caribbean American meeting mm-hmm. because those are both Americans mm-hmm. that come from a different pat- culture. culture. The, like the commonality is America and not a British person and American person because they both are kind of common. I'm talking about somebody from Zimbabwe and f- somebody from China mm-hmm. who have never left their country and then they get married. How likely is it for you to be with somebody who's at your age 19 or somebody who's from like straight up China? How would it be? How likely would that be? Would you more likely date somebody that's like you, or let's say thirty know. years younger than you, no. or not thirty? Thirty that no, but no, like don't 20. do them like that. Twenty, twenty years. No, I wouldn't. Why not? I mean, I have a daughter that's I'm saying twenty three. Mm. I look at it like that. Mm. Like if you can be my daughter friend, you don't need to be talking to me. <laughs> so what's the youngest you'll go? In her 30s, okay, late 30s. Oh, well, is it? 
but 30, I'm 35 I'm, and up. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going past like probably she like 31, 32. It's all right, but if she's in her 20s, I'm not talking to that woman. Understood. And would you talk to somebody who came straight from a totally different country? Yeah, as long as they believe in God, I don't care. You trying to have more kids? Yeah. Sick. Same. (laughs) (laughs) By more, I mean my first. (laughs) Uh, Is there anything you want to tell people before we get out of here? Yeah, um, check out my YouTube page. I got new shows that drop in Sunday night, February 18th. This Sunday is going to be dropping um, clothing line called Grind. My homegirl, Yolanda Dare Williams, her clothing line. And um, just check out my shows on my YouTube. Shout the Real Dwayne Wayne 33. Um, IG, The Real Dwayne Wayne. And that's it. That's it. How, you spell, you. how you spell it? T-H-E-R-E-A-L-D-W-A-Y-N-D-W-A-Y-N-E. 33 There it is Dwayne Wayne Dwayne Wayne Ladies, gentlemen And all who identify As something else Thanks for listening We'll catch you next week Thank you kindly (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening If you like what you saw Please make sure To subscribe to us On Instagram At MOI Podcast And please check us out On our YouTube channel By searching Men on the Internet Network